welcome back. Why don't you have a listen? Come on in, let's have a chat in Cafe Shay's kitchen. Hey, welcome to my kitchen. I'm Cafe Shay. On this podcast, I chat with experts, amateurs, and my audience about all things sustainability. I believe that caring for the planet, your community, and yourself should be inclusive. So join me every week to discuss barriers to sustainable living and a plan to break them down. Every week, I meant to say every month, apologies for that. I don't know why my script says week, because I've never once uploaded every week. But yeah, um, every month. Okay, cool. So today, um, as it is the 1st of December, Christmas season and the holiday season is approaching. Um, I know we've had quite a few like winter holidays already, um, but I just thought I would make this video now because I do celebrate Christmas. So it's like in my head, I was like, oh, Christmas is coming. Good time to make a vid, uh, podcast about Christmas. Um, but it is going to be quite general so that I can apply to other other holidays as well. And like, obviously, not just once in December, also year round. But yeah, um, that's it. I will be talking about like Christmas tips and then also um, some like plans for the new year and like New Year's resolution suggestions or like um, how to evaluate or how I evaluate the past year and go on to preparing for the next year because I feel like um, I'll probably get into this later a little bit more but I'm someone who really likes to like take time and evaluate um, at very frequent points in time like um, this past year I've been doing it every three months so every quarter um, but I think next year I might even do it every month because I think I just I like having like a regular signposted point where I can be like, okay, that is where I check up on how I've been doing, um, what went well, what I can do better, um, and just like constantly making sure that I'm working in alignment with my goals and I'm not straying off the path that I want to be on. Um, yeah, gone on a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So because it's just me as well, um, it might be a bit of a shorter episode and you will only hear my voice. Okay, so first of all, I wanted to talk a bit about gifts. Um, I feel like gifts are a huge part of Christmas, and I imagine they'd be a big part of other things as well. Um, a lot of this may sound a little bit, like, obvious, um, but yeah. So my first tip regarding gifts is to actually ask the person what they want. Um, I know this may sound a bit stupid, but I feel like sometimes... Um, people sort of want certain things for Christmas and then like they don't get asked and then get given a random thing that they don't actually want. So save all that hassle and just ask them what they actually want. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty simple thing to do. Um, and then if you are able to get what they want and go ahead and choose that. Um, um, next suggestion could be to arrange like a secret Santa or a sort of gift rotation so that um everybody's not getting everybody else a gift and each person receives one gift um this way there's probably less waste because um they're not receiving a lot of stuff that they may not want and then end up throwing away and also it means that the one that they do get is probably going to be one that they'll actually use because there's a bit more intention put in behind put into getting that one gift 
Um, so that's something to consider as well. Um, in terms of like the types of gifts, I feel like if you don't know what to get them, generally edible gifts and books for me are like my go-to, especially secondhand books. Um, secondhand because it's just a little bit more sustainable because it's already in in the in the world um, and it's already been used someone's donated it so you can you know use it again um, and I think there's no shame at all in getting a secondhand gift like I pretty much everything I buy secondhand now so um, especially gifts and I love secondhand books because um, no I mean especially books I get are secondhand <laughs> but I love secondhand books because they often have like a really nice smell like I'm I'm one of those people who sniff books <laughs> I'm like I love the smell of secondhand books because you can kind of like smell that person's journey with the book um but then also it smells like a book which is quite nice also sometimes they leave notes in it which is cute um I always write in all of my books so if I ever donate them you'll have loads of notes in it um and also it's quite nice I, I really really my favorite thing about like secondhand things is the idea that um someone has had like a whole experience with this item whether they loved it or hated it or like I don't know they just threw it against a wall and that's the only way they interacted with it like everyone has their own story with that item and you will never know what that story is which I think is really beautiful like it has a little history of its own that you can never know you can try and guess but you probably won't know unless you get it exactly from someone who you know and they're like oh <laughs> I used it this way um but for the most part if you buy it from like a charity store or, store or something you will never know and I think that's really beautiful that there's like a hidden history and a hidden story within the pages as well as a story that's literally written on the pages anyway <laughs> I just think that's a really cool idea um and then in terms of edible gifts so like sweets um Christmas things like mince pies cookies that sort of thing generally quite nice to receive and like and for the most part I feel like people won't or they're probably less likely to waste uh edible gift um because they like I feel like especially around Christmas time and stuff like that people are more likely to be like oh I got this gift and I'll share it out with my family and friends even if they don't eat it all themselves so I feel like your edible gifts are a pretty safe bet. Also, it's quite nice to like make someone a homemade gift. Um, well, it doesn't have to be homemade, but making someone a homemade gift and like baking it and putting your love into it. And I will make an episode about like um, intentional cooking and putting love into food, um, but sending your loving energy into the food, which then goes into them, I think is a really beautiful thing. And it's the main reason I love feeding people because I can um like sort of see them consume my love for them which is very beautiful anyway <laughs> um that's basically all I have to say on gifts okie dokie I'm back for the, the next part because I had a supervision to go to and then I just got lunch so an hour and a half later here I am finishing the rest of this episode anyway you did not know that let me continue so the next section we're going to talk about is food food is my favorite thing as you can 100% tell <laughs> from this podcast because <laughs> it's all about the kitchen and like food and creating conversations in the kitchen anyway anyways um my main tips for holiday food are to you know take small steps 
taking the small steps will help you reach the bigger overall mountain giant step. So an example of this is don't try and like change the holiday centerpiece first into something like more sustainably sourced or plant-based or vegan, whatever. First try out swapping out little ingredients inside dishes. An example of this is, um, so in Trinidad we have a punch creme for Christmas, it's a drink. Um, and I think it has eggs and dairy in it. Wait, does it have eggs? I don't know. I've never had, I don't know if I've had it with eggs. Anyway, because my mom doesn't like the idea of using eggs in a drink. Let me Google. Does it have eggs? Punch with cream. Um... Oh yeah, it does have eggs. Okay, so yeah, so it has eggs and it has cream, like milk. So first one year, my mom swapped out the eggs. I think she swapped out for pumpkin. That tasted really good. And then she swapped out the cream. And then like, so like, it still had, it still had pumpkin with like dairy cream. And then the cream, dairy cream was swapped out for vegan cream. So it was like pumpkin and vegan cream. So it was slowly transitioned into an entirely vegan dish. Um... So, if, like, if you have a macaroni pie, you could swap out the cheese for um, vegan cheese one time, or you can, like, um, not include the eggs in it, because I know there's eggs in macaroni pie, or if you're making, like, oh, I don't know what other things people, like, pastels, um, you can swap out the mints in it, animal mints in it, for some sort of soy mints, or maybe lentils, or just vegetables, um, so just, like, try and swap out one ingredient at a time, it just makes it a lot less intimidating than have to completely change it, and then when you have the new completely changed thing, it might not taste, or look, or feel the exact same way as the original one, and it may make you feel like, oh, you're missing out a bit more, whereas if you slowly transition, one step at a time, one ingredient at a time, it's less noticeable um, when it's like a completely plant-based alternative, which so in my experience, they've been pretty, pretty close to the original. Um, but then I feel like I've also kind of forgotten what the original actually tastes like. So maybe I'm not the best one to ask, but I feel like when my family tastes it, they're like, oh, that's, that's still good. Still good. Yeah. Um, okay. And then also, if you can afford or have access to vegan meat, um, that is a good option to try. Um, you don't even have to replace the centipedes with like, usually, I'm saying centipedes because usually centipedes are like meat-based, but they might not be. Um, but you don't even have to replace it. You can just add a vegan alternative and see what it's like to have maybe something else, like a different option. How does that fit in with the rest of the flavours that you're having? Um, does it balance well? Do you think you could have that only and sort of just test it out one time? Like, don't don't feel like you have to go all in. Um, this <laughs> may sound quite hypocritical coming from me because I feel like I'm a very, like, all or nothing person. I went vegan literally overnight. Um, to be honest, when I went vegan, I kind of intended, because I went vegan in September, September the 1st, um, and I feel like in the back of my, I don't know if I actually said it out loud, but in the back of my head, I was like, oh, I'll have, like, a non-vegan Christmas, but then by the time I it got to Christmas, I had stopped craving, I certainly stopped craving meat, um, 
I don't know if I'd quite stopped craving animal, like all animal products, because I think I still, halloumi took a while, <laughs> a long time to like stop craving um, and like cheese and stuff. Um, but by the time it got to Christmas, I essentially didn't want to. Like there was still part of me that was like, oh, I could be tempted, but I didn't want to at that point. Um, what was the point of me saying that? I wanted to say that because, um, yeah, you don't need to do all or nothing. You can do a slow transition um, and you don't have to immediately just like lose out on what you love and like what you see as a symbol of this holiday, um, especially in the food. If you're choosing to go vegan or plant-based, you don't have to lose it straight away. You can uh, choose to take parts of it and leave the rest. Um, after all, it's all about making a change um, in little ways, making the intention. Yeah, like the intention matters way more than than <laughs> the actually doing it 100%. Because um, I'm sure, as a lot of vegans will tell you, it's very, very difficult to avoid every single type of animal abuse or harm or human abuse or harm in every single way all of the time. Um, and a lot of it is unintentional harm, but like as far as you feel comfortable doing, that is okay. And you can still give yourself a big smile and a pat on the back for that. So yeah, um, that's my main food thing. Um, also little things like like fats, um, they're quite easy to swap out. So like if you can swap that out, just go ahead and do it. Those, <laughs> those like, I know there's even like duck fat alternatives and stuff like that, but you could use like coconut oil, um just season it a little bit and give it a similar taste um yeah our next section is decoration our next se section blah, blah, blah. our next section is decorations um so obviously this will depend on what holiday you're celebrating i know some holidays around this time may use like candles or special religious artifacts and, and that's completely okay Generally, what I'm trying to say is try and use reusable where possible. Um, so I think I made a video like a few uh, years ago on my YouTube channel and I was talking about um, like sustainable Christmas, similar things to this episode. And I think I mentioned like using a real tree over a plastic one, but then I didn't really explain that I meant like if you're using a fake tree, you can use it for years and that is kind of better than like cutting down one tree every year because my family we just have one artificial tree that we've used for like I don't know 10-15 years and it's like still fine um so yeah where you can use reusable do that um also a good option is like edible decorations so like um like oranges or cranberries I saw someone using like cranberries and popcorn um and like stuff like that that way um you can sorry someone just knocked, I don't know what door they're knocking on um that way you can eat it afterwards if it's not gone stale um and it's also like a fun activity to do with kids um and on that topic like handmade decorations are also quite cute to do with kids um and like getting them involved in making different treats and decorations um, out of paper or like different bits you have around the house, like old 
um, old bits of wrapping paper, even say from the year before, you could use to um, make make decorations. Oh, I didn't even mention wrapping. Okay, I'll add that. I'll add that. Um, and then also a nice one, it was especially if you live in a country like the UK, um, where we have loads of fallen beautiful leaves, um, collecting leaves, pressing them, um, and then stringing them up together and tying them around the house, or maybe putting them together in a nice collage and like putting it as a print somewhere. That is also very pretty and a good option. Um, going back to the wrapping paper, which probably should be in the gift section, um, I just wanted to mention that you could use um, a lot of like wrapping papers that are sold in shops that are like a plastic and paper mix, which mean that they can't actually be recycled. Um, so instead of using that, um, it's a good idea to find like newspapers there. I really love how like gifts look wrapped in newspaper. I think it looks so like cool. Um, and then like tying it with string twine. Um, instead of sellotape or using the um, like papery sellotape, um, not the plastic one. Um, if you have access to that, I feel like most people have access to newspapers for free or very cheap um, or like old paper, even like wrapping paper that you've received in previous years or not wrapping at all. A lot of the time I don't wrap things at all. I just use like a gift bag um, and I'll just put it in a gift bag just like that. Uh, because gift bags can be reused um, or you can use fabric that might be a little bit more difficult because then it's like what do you do with the fabric afterwards um, even if you open it with that person you can say well I'll just take the fabric back or if the fabric is like a scarf or something that could also be part of the gift that they receive like a scarf with the um, gift and in on that topic you can find loads like literally loads of scarves and fabric and stuff like that at charity shops so um check that out literally most of my scarves are secondhand i think all of them are secondhand that i have um because i wear a lot of headscarves so a lot basically every single one is secondhand um and yeah two of them have been from charity shops in cambridge and others from like family members but yeah it's always quite easy to find scarves generally so that's the end of that second okay so to wrap up the episode i'm going to talk about closing off the new year plans uh closing off the old year and plans for the new year in terms of my sustainability journey and maybe you'll take inspiration from this and you know see what you can do as well maybe some of these things you would like to do also um so this year i decided to split my year into four quarters um <laughs> to be honest i only really stayed on top of it the first two quarters and then the last two i was like um and then i kept forgetting and then i just saw the timing and then i never got back to it so um first thing i'm going to do from that is give myself more frequent checkups because I think quarters is not really enough. Um, so I'm going to decide to do um, once a month and I haven't quite decided if I want to do once a month in the literal sense or once a month roughly following like my menstrual cycle because I've kind of been learning a lot more this year about like how my menstrual cycle affects me my productivity 
um, how flexible my body is, my mood, um, how receptive I am to information, um, how motivated I am, stuff like that. Um, so it kind of makes sense to like each menstrual cycle sort of plan out things I can do like in different phases. Like when I'm in the winter bleeding period of the cycle, I'm like generally quite, um, like in pain, <laughs> but then also just like a bit sadder and low, lower mood. Um, but then putting a bit more high energy stuff in the, um, like fertile period. So that is one option for me to do menstrual cycle. Obviously, if you don't have a menstrual cycle, then like it might just make sense to do um, at the start of every month. That's also something I might do because it might just be easier to remember to do <laughs> at the start of every month. Because um, I kind of, well, I know I know when my cycle will start most of the time, but um, it's a little bit more reliable if it's the start of every month. Anyways, um, so I'm going to do a similar thing where I set maybe like three four probably no more than five big targets for each month and this will depend on the season as well so like if it's January I know I'll probably be really high energy um because generally beginning of the year I think most people are quite on it um I know that also other people will be on it so maybe you can collaborate with other people and you know okay so loads of people are making new resolutions at this time maybe I'm going to partner with like my best friend and her sister and we're going to do going to the gym once a week and that will be our goal and that way you have like accountability buddies with you um so really trying to like cater your different goals to like what time of year it is that's not one that I'm using because exercise never really is one of my resolutions so I just know it's a common one um veganuary is a big one um which I am hoping to go into a bit more but I think I might do a veguary episode as opposed to veganuary but a lot of people do choose to go to do the veganuary challenge which is essentially one month of eating vegan in January um so that's a very nice one to like challenge other people to so like my whole household maybe for example could challenge themselves to do veganuary for the whole of January and then you are each holding each other accountable and like checking in on each other um so it's a really good opportunity whereas like summer maybe you want to say okay I want to like plastic free July um that's another challenge you can say okay July is coming up I want to challenge myself and so and so to do a plastic free July um or because it's summer I want to only get one sustainable sustainably made swimsuit and I'm not going to buy any of the like trashy fast fashion bikini I'm not going to buy like loads of those I'm just going to get one really really well made one um or maybe winter you can say I'm going to buy a winter coat for myself and it's going to be um completely vegan it's going to be sustainably made I don't know different examples depending on whatever year it is or whatever month it is um makes sense so I think that's probably how I'm going to approach my goals and resolutions next year and I'm happy to keep um you guys updated of like what my goals are that might be interesting I feel like I like to know what other people's goals are and like seeing how well they progress through them that might be a nice little thing for us to do together as a community and like all share our different goals for each month and like how well we've reached Actually, I, yeah I'm gonna do that okay um so like we will share maybe three goals maximum of 
what we want to do each month and then how we progress through them uh, during the month. Um, I'll try and set that up and maybe have like a discussion page on Instagram. That might be useful. Um, okay, cool. So another thing that I want to do specifically, um, so this year I kind of fell off the bandwagon with my zero waste, low waste journey. Um, I think that is mostly because um, like starting university, this academic year anyway, starting university in second year has been so hectic because last year we weren't doing any social events really because of COVID. So it was literally just studying. So I was very on top of like my home things. I kept my room clean. I was able to cook for myself all the time, do my groceries, all of that. This year, it is having to balance studying on top of socializing, on top of extracurricular, which has meant that a lot of my life things I'm like really behind on. Like I haven't, I like I've struggled for weeks to find the time to go groceries um, because especially in winter as well, like it's hard to get good fruits. Um, and fruits are something that I really need for my mental, physical health. And a lot of people do need, um, but I really notice when I don't have fruit and um, it was hard to like go to the market on Sunday because I would be like busy on Sunday. Um, and then laundry day was like Saturday and I'm always, Saturdays are hectic for me. Um, so yeah, it's been kind of going off the bandwagon. Um, and also it's been like so much easier just to <laughs> pop into Sainsbury's or like, go get a takeaway when I didn't feel like cooking um, or I didn't have time to cook, which is something that I really want to improve on next year because I don't like, like I like having my own food. I just got kind of bored of it. I didn't get bored of cooking. I just got bored of having the same food all the time and then having to cook for like a long amount of time because because I would make like batch make food so I didn't have to keep cooking during the week. And then I just got kind of bored of it. And also the uni kitchens are generally just kind of gross and I just don't really like being in there too long um but anyway I'm gonna try and get on that so that will be one of my main goals next year um and the way I'm gonna do that I'm not just gonna set myself a huge big goal um because that's really intimidating and I know I'm not gonna make any progress if I just say lower my waist um so I'm gonna start with um maybe reducing the amount of takeaways or amount of times I'm eating out that's probably a good goal because then I can that's quite actionable so I'm going to reduce it to one a week um I feel like that's quite reasonable usually I'd either make my own food go to CAF which is like the cafeteria here in college uh or get takeaway um but I've been getting like three maybe a week so I will reduce it to one a week um that way I will be able to see physically my waist going down in that area. Um, in terms of like healthcare, skincare, I don't really buy that many things are big on packaging. Um, it's mostly food to be honest, my waist. I don't buy clothes, I don't really buy, when I buy fruit and veggies from the market so it doesn't have packaging in and if I do go to the supermarket to get it I'll get the plastic free ones um yeah that's that's basically all of my waste at the moment um so that will be my goal in that area um and then also 
I feel like I want to try and put a little bit more energy into this space. Um, obviously I launched it and then crazy hecticness of university life, which I've already explained before. So I want to try and upload, I mean, I'm going to continue with the monthly because on top of uni workload and everything else, it's way too much to do any more than that. Um, but I'm going to continue with monthly and try and post on my Cafeche's kitchen Instagram a bit more. Um, the reason why I haven't been posting on that much on that is because I haven't been cooking as much. It's like a little cycle of haven't been cooking as I haven't been posting. Um, so I'm going to try and post on that a bit more and engage with people a little bit more. Um, probably not anytime soon but maybe later in the year experiment with some sort of written content like a newsletter blog something like that um I need to do a little bit of research and see what is kind of the best out like platform for that um but that would be one of my longer term goals um probably looking around like June July maybe thinking about doing that um I also want to make sure that in terms of my guests that I have on this show that I have them in advance and that I record episodes before the midpoint in the month because what I found these last few months as I'm kind of finding my feet is that I would contact people um, maybe in the second week of the month and then I wouldn't get a reply for a week and then we'd take us another week to organize when we record so it'd just be a bit hectic to organize even now like I'm recording this on the first um even though I want to upload on the first so like it would just bring a lot of peace of mind just to have them recorded ahead of time and know who is going to be on each episode um maybe even a month in advance record the episode be very aware of what's going on um, and have it all organized. So yeah, my main goals then are reducing takeaway to once a week, um, plan my, uh, plan and record podcast episodes a month in advance, and I'm going to set myself to post, um, one recipe a week on Cafe Shea's Kitchen, and then just engage a little bit more. Um, using stories. So those are quite actionable goals that I can do for the month of, actually, I'm going to start, I'm going to start in December because I feel like there's no point in waiting for the new year. I might as well just do it now. This is a new turning point, a flag for me to reflect on what I've done and then see what I can do for the next one. So that is my goals for December and we'll reevaluate in January and see how it goes. Um, so yeah, that's sort of my personal closing off of the old year and plans for the new year it'll possibly change through the month of December I wouldn't be surprised if it did um so if it does I'll keep you on top of that um I'll figure out a platform I'll probably do a post about like um resolutions and like goal setting and reflections and stuff like that on Instagram so if you want to engage and say what your goals are um what you've done well what you could do better please do in the comments um I'm going to go to outro me now. Yeah.
Okie dokie. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to join this conversation. I know it's very rambly, very chaotic, me just rambling in my room to myself, waving my hands in the air, um, which you can't see, but I am doing that. Um, (laughs) But I hope you've enjoyed and gained from this episode as I have. I think it's really important to spend time just like um preparing like um perfect planning prevents pathetic 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 performance that's what my mum kept saying when I was younger so we want to prepare for Christmas know what's going on with gifts and decorations and food well ahead of time so that we're not last minute like ah what do I do and then make trashy but easy choices if you choose to do so um so and also in terms of like reflecting on the past year and preparing for the year ahead I think it's really important to just have these checkpoints and be like yeah okay cool I'm realigning with my purpose with my goals with my values and I am on the right track um yeah cool so (laughs) if you've enjoyed this and you want to become part of the Cafe Show's Kitchen community and support my work you can follow me on Instagram at Cafe Show's Kitchen, subscribe to me on Cafe Show's Kitchen, wherever you're listening to this, and if you're able to, please leave me a rating. Um, I also have a very new and exciting addition to ways you can support me, um, and that is coffee. So if you would like to buy me a tea, because I don't drink coffee, um, you can give me a little tip in the coffee website or app. I'll leave um, I don't know if it is an app, but I will leave the link below. And that is essentially a financial donation that you can give to me. I sort of see it like a tip or like buying me a cup of tea. Um, and that's just really helps support me personally um, in life. Um, and then also enables me to keep working on this channel because I don't currently get any income from this podcast. So it'd be nice to like be able to maybe pay my guests or at least give my guests some food or something if I interview them in person um, and have the funds to be able to do that so if you want to financially donate and support me um, give me a little tip buy me a cup of tea whatever you want to say yeah you can check that out it's you don't need to donate much at all I think I've put the recommended as like three pounds which is tiny so if you're able to that would be greatly appreciated um so yeah as you know my hope for this is to be a listener driven community podcast so as always please feel free to get in contact with me by instagram send in a voice note so you can be part of a future episode i do really want to do like a q a episode maybe um maybe at the six month point of this podcast so that we can like engage with the audience a bit more and find out what kind of things you really want to know um so that could be a good suggestion or maybe if you want to just give in a tip or ask a question separate from the Q&A please send in a voice note um if you don't want to send in a voice note that's fine you can just type your questions and comments and tips and all of that and I'll just read it out loud um and if you find value in this podcast please share it with friends and family and loved ones and we can keep building this beautiful community um yeah I'm so excited but like please 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 share because that's the best and easiest way to help me grow um I will be dropping a new episode with each podcast episode 
a new recipe with each podcast episode. So if you check out my Instagram page, I will pop it there. Um, I actually made mince pies today, so I'll probably do that as my recipe. Um, And yeah, that's all. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will see you next month. Bye.